Hey friends, welcome to episode one of Thriving Within. We're coming together here and now to support you in moving from potentially levels of survival to thriving. From being who you're supposed to be in this society, in this culture, to experiencing the joy in the pleasure of being your authentic self in your authentic power. Episode one is going to be an explanation of the podcast, a bit of who I am, some of my foundational beliefs, and we'll tap into the territory that we'll be exploring together. So who I am. I actually first want to name that I'm actually quite thrilled to be here. I have a sense that you and I have been coming together for a while. We've been co-creating this moment in time and potentially future moments in time for a while. I know this to be true because I've been writing notes and writing thoughts and writing all of the things for this and for the work that I think that we'll do together, some of us, for a very long time. And so I just want to say thank you. Thank you for whatever experience that you've been on, that you've been doing to co-create this, honoring that moments of it might have been challenging and appreciation for the journey, yours and mine. Because it's been a journey. Maybe it hasn't been a big journey for you. It's been a big journey for me. So anyway, here we are. Who I am. I'm Selena Cole. I'm an embodiment coach. I am trauma trained and I use body work, thought work with a bigger than us guidance to support you and the people that I work with in the embodiment of soul. Your soul's embodiment of your physical, emotional, mental, energetic being so that you can experience and create pleasure, joy, and abundance while honoring the fullness of the human experience in an oppressive culture. We're intentionally with the both and here. I work with people who want to experience pleasure and make impact. So before we go deep into it, I just want to create a bit of presencing. And this is something that we'll do often together. So for me, it's Friday, January 13th, 1024 AM. I am in St. Louis, Missouri. That's where I am in here in time. And you might notice where you are in physical place and time. You might notice that there is a, you might notice the size of the distance between our physical place and time. And as a bit of connection, you might share it with me because I'm wildly curious of how far of a connection that we get to be and still be connected. How far distance and time and still be in connection. So whatever platform we're connected on, share with me. I would love, 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 love to know. And 
a bit of invitation for boundaries of connection across space and time. And this is an invitation that I honestly would love for you to explore in all of your spaces or as many spaces as it feels good and safe to do. I want you to notice what distance energetically, mentally, emotionally feels good for you to consume this from. How far away energetically do you need to be? Are there layers of you that get to filter this content that you're ingesting? And I also want you to notice what level of openness feels good to you. Sometimes we consume things from just like being open. We're taking it all in. Maybe noticing what level of openness feels good to you, feels right for you. Potentially coming with the curiosity and sensing, is this for me? Does it resonate with me? Does it feel good to ingest? Does it feel beneficial to ingest? Does it feel beneficial to take in some of these beliefs and pair them or contrast them with my beliefs or to take them in as medicine towards my beliefs? Or do I just want to let it float a little bit further away and take it in bit by bit? That's your choice. Because my prayer is that this feels validating, that it feels beneficial and it's digestible and brings a level of acceptance and understanding. And I will name the territory that we'll be going into. Some of it might feel too much. Some of it might create too much cognitive dissonance. And I invite you to be with whatever level of cognitive dissonance or cognitive resonance feels good for you to be with. I trust that you know this about yourself. So one of my foundational beliefs is that Our souls came here to have an experience and make an impact of varying size. We all have our own experience that we want to have and we all have our impacts. And I think the impact is sometimes just on us, just on our soul. And sometimes it's on those closest to us. Sometimes it goes a little bit further away. And sometimes the impact is made to make a touch a lot of people. I think the ripple of impact, whether you touch just your close container, just your close people, or whether you touch a lot of people, the ripple will change the world. And I want to support both parts of you, the parts of you that want to have an experience, (laughs) an experience of pleasure, an experience of joy, and the parts of you that get to develop in order to make the impact that your soul came here to make. Because the thing that is true is that we're born into an oppressive and scarce and violent culture. And this has had an impact on the embodiment of our souls into our physical being. And it shows up at our nervous system, it shows up in our emotional body, and it shows up in our mind. Because assimilation into an oppressive society means that we must be socialized to be unmet, to be extracted from, 
to be convinced of a truth that might be different than facts and might be different than our truth. That our rhythms and routines of care must be aimed towards the purpose of the society versus aimed towards our wellness. That our relational patterns and our relational dynamics are for the well-being of this oppressive society and that what we co-create, what we use our power to co-create is for society versus us. That is what we must be socialized to do, believe, act, and behave in order to thrive or do whatever level of like optimal survival, which is said thriving, not actually thriving in order to do that within this, in this society and in our experience. And I frankly think that there is a more attuned and more authentic way to live based on who you are that is less controlled by society. Because those ways of being are traumatic. They lead to the underdevelopment and overdevelopment of certain parts of who we are under development of our sense of worthiness, our sense of safety, ability to be sovereign, of our knowing and our self-expression. And then society does this thing where it pathologizes our trauma responses as individual issues. And I'm here to say, and they call it survival mode, I'm here to say, if you have a sense of unworthiness, it's not a you thing. There's nothing wrong with you that you don't feel worthy. There's nothing wrong with you that you can't express who you are. Not being able to express who you are, not knowing your truth, not feeling worthy is an attuned response to socialization in the society. And also, I don't believe that that's your purpose of existing here. So let's do what we can to shift that so that you can live a life based on who you are, based in your pleasure, based in your fulfillment and based on your desire to impact naming that this is counterintuitive to potentially how you've been raised. And so what we'll do here together is all name some of the common reactions, some of the common trauma responses to an oppressive system. I'll name a lot of medicine and invite you to connect with resources to meet the needs to create conditions of nourishment and providing and protecting for the parts of you that are wanting to shift, grow and develop, not to force a change, not to say not because something is wrong with you, but because you get to be the fullness of who you are. So we're creating conditions for the parts of you that have been undernourished, the parts of you that have been unmet, we're creating conditions for them to develop so that the full power at doable amounts of power, so the power of you, the authentic power of you can come out, can be utilized by you for you, for your purpose, your pleasure. 
Another thing that I'll do is I'll name blueprint and give an invitation to blueprint of the patterns, the possibilities. The blueprint is your physiological design for wellness paired with divine guidance. And so I'll name what blueprint might be like so that you could potentially attune to what your blueprint is. And this might be something that we'll do over and over again so that you can do you. (laughs) So you can operate from a place of, again, authentic power, a place of trust, a place of safety. My desire is to help you thrive, to cultivate thriving within your body, cultivate thriving within your experience in society, and to assist you in making microcosms of thriving impact on society. We're changing culture here intentionally. That's what we're here to do. So we've existed in systems of oppression. We've internalized those systems of oppression, created protective mechanisms around it. And now we're we're giving medicine to those protective mechanisms so that they can develop into different ways of being. And I want to offer belief in possibility and safety and belief in thriving versus and in maybe even in addition to surviving. Another thing that I will often do is I'll name where some of these patterns might have come from and ways to recognize it. And my big dream goal is to interact and do interviews with people who are in their authentic power, who have done this work, who are doing this work, who are potentially facilitating this work so that they can also be beacons of possibility, invitations of growth, invitations of options, and a variety of them. So if there's anybody that you know and would love to, or know, know of, and would love to hear more about how they got on their path, the work that they do, what that looks like for them in their life, I would love if you might be a source of connection. Maybe you might send their information my way. If you know them, maybe you might connect us because I'm looking for a lot of people mainly in marginalized bodies because we don't get to talk and hear from them often enough. I'm looking for people in marginalized bodies to do this work, to talk about this work with. So you might be like, okay, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I get your stance. I, it might be validating. How will you know what this is for you? If you have big dreams of joy, if you have big dreams of connection, of pleasure, of fulfillment, or if you're yearning for something more, this is for you. That was a point that I got to circa like 2017. I wanted more. I had a love I that I still love. I still have that love. <laughs> I had my love. I had a family. I have a family. I was in a career that was building and growing, but it all felt like small pieces of what could be and there were a lot of patterns within it that just felt toxic. My marriage was very toxic. The way that I parented my child 
was there were layers of toxicity in too much freedom, not enough boundaries. And also there were parts of me that were still very overly boundary, overly rigid with her, particularly around wounds that I had around food, exercise, um, ways of being, respectability, politics, another conversation for another day. But all of those things were yearning to be changed. And I did not know how to. And so I went down a rabbit hole of exploring all the different possibilities of ways to be. And I came across a lot of podcasts and a lot of coaches and life coaches and therapists who were white, who did not live the same lived identity or lived experience that I lived. And so their their medicine, their po- invitations to possibility had a layer of whiteness within them, had a layer of assimilation into society. And every time I interacted with it, it didn't feel like it was for me. It felt like something I had to, again, fit into. There wasn't a sense of belonging. There wasn't a sense of knowing. And my lived experience was not identified. The challenges that I had were often posed as not the full magnitude of how I experienced them. And I think it's important to have someone that looks like you. And so on this path that there gets to be more, I had to cherry pick a lot of different pieces from a lot of different work. And I had to fully like come into my own sense of knowing, come into relationship with my soul to figure out what I wanted to experience. And so that might be some of your pattern. My hope is that this podcast brings you a little bit closer, a little bit faster. There's more honoring and understanding of what you've experienced and thus more invitation towards your soul's knowing of what you get to do and how you get to be in the fullness of who you are and how that can come out. That's my hope. And so if you're in a place of you're yearning for something more and you're wanting to explore possibilities, this is for you. Because I will not be telling you how to be. I don't know how you should be. What, how people have been in our society for the past couple of centuries is not true authenticity. So together we'll explore how you get to be based on who you are naming that there might be layers of hiding, layers of unworthiness, layers of scared to be the fullness of who you truly are. There might be layers of playing small or confusion, not really knowing where you belong in this world, or there might be layers of reactivity that block who you're being from interacting and playing with the other souls that you're desiring to connect with. You might be in a place of feeling unmet in relationships and you might not be meeting your own needs. Also, this is a lot of trauma responses I'm naming. (laughs) Note, if you even want to hear all of these, you could pause now. If you haven't heard something that resonates with you, maybe you keep listening. Um, There might be layers of hyper-independence. Then this is for you. For sure. There might be layers of perfectionism, of people pleasing, feeling the full weight of responsibility for everyone. This is for you. 
If you're unsure of what boundaries you get to have while you're being the full expression of who you are, of your soul's aliveness, this is for you. We will talk about boundaries probably over and over again because that's one of the biggest parts about us that have been harmed is our sense of boundaries, our our ability to sense into our boundaries, and then also the capacity and ability to bring our boundaries to fruition. We will talk about that a lot. So why? Why are we talking about all of these things? I've already named some of it of you get to experience thriving, you get to experience pleasure, you get to experience the fullness of what you want to do. You have been socialized into an oppressive system. That is why. And one more layer of why is knowing these things supports you on your path to creating the life that you want to create, the experience that you want to have. So the steps to creating life as I experience them, and this is a summarization, this is they're very nuanced, but step number one is, or the entire thing is to bring your pattern into coherence with your desires. So step number one is to connect with your desires. This might be something that takes time for you to do. That is okay. Everything that is not feeling good, you get to notice what would feel good. Use your life as contrast. Use your life as invitations of contrast to connect with what you desire to experience. So step number one, you'll connect with your desires. You'll create clarity and safety and possibility around them. And you'll really get to know the beliefs, the thoughts, and the feelings at the emotional body and the nervous system level of your desires. I call this a somatic signature. And then step number two is work with what comes up. Because the moment you get clear on your desires, all of the beliefs that are not in alignment with what you're desiring to create and experience will come up to be cared for, to shift. This is exactly what's supposed to happen. They'll come up because they need to be developed so that they can be in right relationship in the fullness of who you are, of who you get to be in relationship to your desires. And that's the work. It's at the mind level, it's at the emotional body level, it's at the nervous system level. And once you have done that work of meeting the needs and creating conditions for those beliefs to transform You'll integrate that wisdom and that power and the energy back into your being and who you are will come back into collaboration with your desires and you'll have the next doable step. This is how you hone your authentic power. And you'll hold the fullness of who you are, this version, this integrated version with your desires. You'll hold those two things together and you'll operate from that place until the next piece of contrast comes up that invites you into another layer of work. And you'll do that over and over and over again. And my hope for you is that it has moments, big moments, long as doable moments of pleasure, of joy, of connection, of love. My hope is that you feel the love of your soul and the love of others on this journey often. And I want to name that this piece that I'm doing right here and right now is a labor of love. 
This is my love to you in your life from a place of lived experience, from a place of connection, from a place of like a mom of little black girls. It's that kind of love. So I hope that this has been helpful. I hope it's been validating. I might just summarize where we've been. I've named that the challenge that you might have experienced is that you have been assimilated into an oppressive culture. You've been socialized to be unmet. You've been socialized to be extracted from. And there are patterns, there are ways of being that have developed due to that, that might not be supportive to the fullness of your soul, to the fullness of who you are and the impact that you get to make in this world and the fullness of pleasurable experience that you get to have. And so the solution will be found in this podcast and many other places is medicine to the parts of you of us that are stuck in trauma physiology creating right conditions of safety, meeting the needs of those parts of you. And we'll do that by attuning to the pattern, offering medicine, right conditions for growth, resource, attunement to blueprint, and let the patterns shift and develop in their own right time in the conditions that they get to experience. This might be on energetic level, physical level, spiritual level, emotional or relational. And the hope is that you'll become more embodied of your soul. You'll experience more authentic power versus grasping for external power. You'll have more choice, more access and more ability to create your desires. That is my hope for your results, for the result that I am experiencing and co-creating in my own life and with you. If you are wanting some support for step number one, connect with your desires. On my website, selenacole.com, there is a free replay of a webinar. I'm actually redoing this webinar probably the first week of February. So if you're listening to this around the time that it's going out, Maybe you can be live on the webinar. If not, the replay will still be available. So head over to my website. There will be some version (laughs) that tunes you into connection with your desires, a somatic signature, and gives you some steps on the process. If you have listened to all of this and you're like, yeah, I'm definitely going to head over to the website. And also I want to work with her. If you're interested in working with me, if you're interested in taking a deeper, bigger step soon, So head over to slaynicole.com, apply to work with me or sign up for to get the replay. And yeah, I hope that's been helpful. I look forward to co-creating more moments of connection, more moments of creating right conditions for you to be met for whatever layers of you that are desiring to be met that I can meet. And if this has been helpful to you, I would love, 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 love it if you were to share it on some social media platform or share it directly with someone that you think that it could be helpful to. Thank you for that.
whomever you're sharing it with. I'm sure they thank you as well. (laughs) And I will talk to you soon. I hope you have a very good day or night or good experience, you know? All right. Talk soon, loves.